This is the Man's Man Film Review. And now your host, Tom and Joe. Joe, Joe, I'm scared now. I'm scared now. <laughs> Silence. Welcome to another special Halloween kind of pre-kickoff episode here. This is not the, the Halloween episode, but it's kind of a, yeah, a that's, bonus. It's coming up. Yes. So we're doing all kinds of scary movies, and boy, do we have a scary one today. <laughs> Pieces. Of shit. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. Come on. No, that's okay. That's okay. You can call it that. Yeah. But it's it one enjoyable piece of shit. That is Yeah, sure. definitely. It was oh, very uh, entertaining. I'll give it that. All right. Well, we'll get to that later, but uh, what have you seen lately, buddy? Well... I've seen uh, Blade Runner. As have I. What are your thoughts? I enjoyed it quite a bit, but there's one thing I will say. It is too fucking long. <laughs> it is way too long. It's very difficult these days to get a movie that's over two hours and 15 minutes and keep it entertaining. This one's closer to three. Yes. Yes, it is. It didn't need to be so long. It's. It was a visually stunning film. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I didn't really care for the story arc where it ended because I was going in thinking like, okay... There's going to be some tie with him becoming the replicant, right? Well, you know, yeah. That revelation or whatever. But we obviously... Don't want, we don't want to put up spoilers here, but it's like when you watch Blade Runner, it's in the final cut, you're pretty much, it's for sure that Harrison Ford's a replicant. Right. But like I've heard behind the scenes, like Ridley Scott said, he's a replicant. Harrison Ford didn't like that. And so Harrison Ford being the big star, star he is, it's kind of like when this comes out, it's kind of, he gets his way. Right. Right. I mean, you never, I don't know if it's really said this, but he's not a replicant. No, I mean it's not at all, and that—that's where it was just kind of like it, it was so slow moving that by the time you land up, you know, meeting Deckard again, it's nearly two hours into the movie. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, and, it, and then it, it was just like, okay, what are they trying to do? Are they trying to say Ryan Gosling is the son of Harrison Ford? You know what I mean? It just—it was like, all right, spill the beans already, and then finally when they revealed the daughter, I'm like, that's it? Yeah, I'm like, really? For me, Blade Runner is sci-fi classic, of course, right? But I just love the way the movie ends. And this is one of those sequels you really didn't need. We didn't need this sequel. You didn't need it, but like it didn't ruin the original. I mean, No, but, not at all. I mean, you could literally just see this movie and be fine. You don't have to see the original to see this one. Yeah, I, but I really think it would... It loses a lot. People said you could, and yeah, but it's like, wow, it's like, wouldn't make it... Well, I, I suppose so, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. I really did. But and Ryan Gosling's character was a replicant, correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, well, that was... yeah, that was Because sure. he kind of freaked out where he thought he was human at one part of the movie, right? Yeah, he definitely was. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. And he did die at the end. Because yeah. some people have debated that he just went to sleep because he was tired of a wound and he was going to get healed. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he died. No, I'm pretty sure yeah, he died. Exactly. Was, he had a very yep. Rutger Hauer moment there. Yes. They played the same, same music. So. Same music, and instead of rain, there was snow and yeah. no doves. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, I, I really liked it, but I mean, I, I can see what the, the complaints are valid. And yeah, the, the first half of the movie is way stronger than what comes after. Oh yeah, big time. And when Harrison Ford comes into it, I won't say that ruins it, but it, it just, it definitely, his arc isn't yes. as good as it should have been. Exactly. But it was, I mean, it, was, it was a little flat. It was a little flat. But then I'm kind of also like, what would you have done to make him better? And Harrison Ford didn't need to be in the movie. No, he really didn't. But, it, but he did to sell the movie. Rachel didn't need to be in the movie. Well, but no. that was the best part of the movie because Grumpy Harrison Ford came out and he was like, she had green eyes. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Just shot Rachel in the head. God damn it. <laughs> that was the only part I actually laughed out loud in the movie. But um, Jared Leto, Leto does nothing but play the creepiest... 
guys in the creepy, world. Creepy, but it's like, dude, where did he go? There's no closure. I'm like, yeah, I was gonna say, like, you okay, leaving this off for another sequel now. I'm like, please stop, just stop. It it wasn't that bad. It just was flat. The whole thing for me was just flat. Visually, yes, it looked great. Yeah, a little too polished because the original movie, everything was like. Almost like the original Star Wars, you know. It was it was gritty. It was, well, we were just watching. Was I was just showing Joe the new, you know, HD, you know, blue Blu Ray, four K, and it's like it looks tremendous. And it looks like, really I was like well. these special effects mm-hmm. still look great. Yeah, I mean, there's some '80s movies like Ghostbusters. You go watch and like the oh, special yeah. effects yes. just have not aged well. Like, well, look at that matte painting. Oh, the, the friggin' the friggin' dog, Jason. After him. Oh, like, oh god, my. that's the worst. Yeah. When the dog jumps through yes. the the door in the apartment like, complex. What? Yeah, I'm like as a kid, I'm like, oh, that's the coolest shit I've ever seen. You don't like to see the stuff that you grew up on and loving. No, aging poorly like oh, that. Oh god, yeah. But this Blade Runner. Yeah, it, it does. It holds it holds up well. Ages like wine. So yeah, I mean, I I really like this, but I can understand the complaints. And you know, who knows? It could be like you know, Dark Knight Rises, where it's like I loved it, and then every time I saw it, I got worse Maybe. and worse. And it's like it's not a terrible movie, but it, I just don't want to watch no, it. No, and I went in with low as low expectations. So oh, you did for Blade Runner? For Blade Runner, yeah, because really? everybody, you know, they're like, oh, it's going to be a bomb, or it could be a super but the cool. Reviews? I did, I did, great. I read the reviews. Um, but the, I just went in with my own expectations, like, okay, I can't go in saying I'm going to love it and this and that and, and figure out the story. Because literally, it went the opposite direction, right? Yeah. Um, what I thought the movie could have used a little bit more of was aerial footage of the city. I'm just kidding. <laughs> my God almighty. I'm like, quit flying over the city. We get it. You're in the future. Well, that was, that's Blade Runner, Blade Runner did tons of that. You well, I know, but that, that established it back in the day. What, what I hated was when they were flying over the city, the city didn't look that dirty or grungy. Yeah. And then when you actually were walking on the streets, it was like, was that snow or dust or whatever the hell it was? Yeah. That was one thing I liked better about Blade Runner. You, saw, so, you just saw little bits of the city. You yeah. You know what was going on. Yeah. This, you almost got too much. Exactly. So, but, you know, it's... I, I'm not saying I hated it. It just was way too long. Yes. And it was yes. just a very slow moving movie, dude. Yeah, I mean it's it, it definitely could have cut a half hour off. Oh yeah, that big time. It, so Yeah, but you can say that about most movies these days. Yeah. So it's, it's it's a little disappointing that it only pulled in thirty million. Yeah, like I said, I don't see it like in theaters anymore right now. That's funny. So yeah, I Well it made like I think on. over sixty, but what's funny is the opening uh weekend for Blade Runner twenty forty nine, thirty two million, which is exactly what the original movie grossed. Yeah, it, it at the definitely. end of its release. And that was with the director's cut. Yeah. And I, the longevity but I, of its run. I kind of was wondering that because I'm like, you know, as much as like cinephiles and like critics love Blade Runner, right. it's not that popular a movie. No. It bombed and it's got a cult following, but exactly. not everybody wanted to see this movie or cared about it. Right. So I kind of knew it was going to be a risky movie to make. And I think Blade Runner, didn't that come off the heels of Empire? Yeah, he did right? it, I think he did it between, I think. Okay. Yep, That's I right. Because so. that was 82, right? Or was, it, or was Raiders in there? Raiders. Oh, yeah. You're right. He did Raiders after that, right? Could have been. I think so. I'd have to look that up. Or maybe the Raiders... Sure. Oh, shit. When did Raiders come out? Was that 81 or 82? I thought Raiders was 81. Could be. So he must have did Empire, Raiders, and then Blade Runner. Yeah, he was doing some big-ass movies. Yeah. When he was less grumpy. I just remember, actually, I saw Blade Runner in the movie theater. Did you really? Kid. My dad I took me to not. that. And he was like, oh, you're going to like it because you like Empire Strikes Back, right? Han Solo's <laughs> in the movie. But what was cool is, I mean, it was, it was a dark, grungy movie. Of course, as a kid, I was bored out of my mind. Hey, you got to see some titties. You did. You did. And that was kind of cool. Unlike seeing some titties when you're a young kid in theater. It's a little awkward when you're there with it your parents. It certainly is. 
Nope. Well, Raiders was before this. This was Ra- 82. Okay. All right. So he did Star Wars. I'm sorry. Empire. Episode, Empire, then Raiders, then Blade Runner, right. then Jedi. And then Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. And then Witness? Witness, yes. And then the Mosquito Coast. Never seen it. And Never Frantic. It. That's Peter Weir film, isn't it? Give me back my wife. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make ice cubes in the jungle, goddammit. Is isn't that Mosquito Coast? I, yeah, I, I've never seen it either. Harrison Ford just did some movies. I'm like, yeah, I love Harrison Ford, but I'm not going to see that. Yeah. Thank you. Regarding Henry, he should have won the Academy Award. I'm kidding. <laughs> you cheated on me. Sabrina. What about Sabrina? Oh, God, that, that's a snooze. Six days, a six days, seven nights. I actually saw that in the theater back in the day. Hollywood Homicide. Yes. A film that Joe owns. I actually own that. It's a double feature with Hudson Hawk. We need to break tradition and do like a 2000 movie and review Firewall. Oh, you know, <laughs> I've seen half of that on Netflix. I could not finish it. It was terrible. Is it like Harrison Ford trying to talk about it like a bunch of computer jargon? Like he knows? Well, he works for a computer company or something like Somebody that. Somebody hacked me. Yeah. Here in my firewall. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> they know... All my codes, my secrets, and they're holding my family in the firewall. <laughs> that would have made a better movie. His family is trapped in the firewall. <laughs> terrible. That sounds better than what actually came out of the movie. That movie though. did not look cool at all. It did not. I just love when the, uh, the bad guys take over the family. I'm like, what is happening here? It was just terrible. <laughs> just terrible. Oh, dear Lord. Poor That's Harrison. Awesome. We're, we're making his movies. movies better, just, you know. And, and that's right, he was in Expendables 3, and that was a worthless role. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's cool, Harrison Ford's going to be in it. He, like, literally showed up for one scene, flew a helicopter, right? He was in a couple scenes. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. He laughed. That's all he did. Yeah, that movie's disappointed. Well, he did have a good line, though, in that film. I can't remember it, but it was a good one. Yeah, it was real good. You can't remember it. <laughs> it was, remember that one line? I can't remember, but it was great. Yeah, thanks. Okay, let's move on. What else have you seen, Joe? Um, I saw Tom Cruise's American... Uh, I wanted to see it. Was it good? Yeah. I heard it was really good. I haven't gotten to it yet. I enjoyed it. Check it out. It's I, actually a really cool story. Yeah, I, I heard good stuff about it, and it's like, and it's one of those ones where you can get past that it's Tom Cruise, and people hate Tom Cruise, and it looked like one that he actually tried well, hard. Well, at least he looked like he belonged in the film. Not like The Mummy? The Mummy, the whole time you're like, why is Tom Cruise in this again? You know? But... I don't think I'm ever watching it. American May, check it out. I'll definitely will. I'm excited to see that. And it's definitely one to check out in the theater. It's pretty cool. As one of the the best part is when Tom Cruise is banging his wife in an airplane. Nice. Yeah, very nice. He's moving the plane up and down so she keeps kind of floating above his Johnson. Right on. And right back down. I'm like, good for you, Tom. Wow. <laughs> That's not a recommendation. You could be my wingman anytime, she said. And Val Kilmer shows up. <laughs> Does anybody have a burger? <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry, goddammit. I'm no longer Iceman. I'm Fat Man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Val. That's terrible. We, we love Val Kilmer. Yeah. Just got to poke a little fun. Yeah. Well, that's basically all we do on this show. Is Tom Sizemore still alive? I believe so. He is, okay. I think he's doing straight-to-video garbage. He's I hope they it. make Passenger 67. Passenger 69? <laughs> I was going to say that, but that's, that's terrible. It's too much for this show. We just want to go over the edge of the show. Passenger 69. <laughs> Always bet on black, bitch. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> I love Passenger 57. It's a movie that's like 38 minutes long, basically. Mm-hmm. 
it, it goes down easy. The, that had one of the greatest trailers. I remember, I don't know, what, what was out during the time? Lethal Weapon 3 or whatever? Probably. I think it had the Pastor 57 trailer. And we'd watch it, and sometimes we'd get to the theater early just to sneak in a different film to watch the trailer. Man, what geeks we were. It's awesome. They're bringing him back on a plane. The most dangerous. <laughs> the most dangerous hijacking terrorists on the planet or whatever. Oh, God. The most dangerous child molester. <laughs> They're bringing him back on a school bus. It's terrible. <laughs> on the short bus. God. No, it was the pickle bus, I think. Okay, terrible. <laughs> Stop remember, right the, there. remember the days and wasn't that awesome back in the days when like you would sneak in a theater to see the trailers yeah now it's it's just given to you now it's, it's like, yeah this saturday it's gonna be on your phone that's why i mean at least disney and lucasfilm are doing it the right way by doing the trailer launches like with the monday night football i thought that was cool it's cool but like yeah it used to be so cool that the only place to see it was, yeah, it was the a theater. theater yeah it's like remember Episode one, fucking had to go see Wing Commander to see episode one trailer. And that was awesome. And, and everybody went to the trailer the and left. Room. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, the, 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 like, I remember that because we went to that. The theater was full. And like after the trailer, half full. We're like, we're leaving. And we went to see fucking Mark Wahlberg and Chow Yun-Fat, The Corruptor. That's right. Like, we don't want to watch this shit. Yeah, we, I tried to wing it, but I'm like, no, nah, I can't. You tried to wing it. Good, nice, nice job. You're, you're, you're welcome. No, no, that was say, not to get off topic with that, but I remember no, that shit. But... It's like you're bringing out Wing Commander based on the video games, which starred Mark Hamill. Which Why I the used fuck to watch. Was you Mark Hamill not in the movie? I don't know. It was a perfect tie-in to sell this to like it Star Wars trailer. Mark Hamill's in this movie. Watch it. I'm like, you idiots. They probably couldn't afford them. Yeah, I'm. I'm not real smart with movies and all that, but I'm kind of like that's like a no-brainer. That he should have been in it. And you know what? If Mark Hamill's in it, I would have stayed for the movie. Instead, we got Freddie Prince Jr.? Yeah, is that right? Matthew Lillard. Hey, yuck. Yeah, yeah, the kid from Scream, right? Yeah. Was in that? Yeah. The two oh, guys. Terrible. They were there, yeah. Yeah, both. Yeah. No, he was in it. No. I'm sorry, he was in I Know What You Did Last That's Summer. That's right. The I Scream know robot. what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> was I like will a... always know what you did last summer. <laughs> hey, there you go. There's the new movie. I will always know what Remember you did last Remember what you summer. did 20 years ago? I still know. What you did last summer. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, but, uh, Speaking of Star Wars trailer, what did you think? Well, it looks good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm excited. Obviously, everything they showed you in the trailer is all misleading. Yeah. What I think is going to happen here, and this is a spoiler alert. Well, maybe not, but it's just my opinion of what's going to happen. Obviously, they, they want you to think Kylo Ren's going to blow his mother out of the stars. Not going to happen. No. I think he defects and runs away because he finally figures out that he... Is kind of the guinea pig in all this that the, Snoke really wants to go after Ray, so he's going to attempt to attack and blow up his mother, but he's not. He's gonna he's gonna abort the mission, and that's where you bring in Captain Phasma. She's gonna kill Leia, which makes Kylo Ren. Is Leia gonna die in this movie? I, I, I think you have to because it's gonna write her off. You can't write her off and say, "Oh yeah, Leia's living on this planet now." It, that's not gonna work. No. I know she was going to have a big role, supposedly, in Episode Nine, but again, they could just be saying that as, like, you know, a, a spoiler free. And are they going to, they said they're not going to do CGI? They're not doing a CGI. They're not going to do that. Okay. They're not doing it. So that. she's not going to be, obviously, no. going to be in the next one. Exactly. She hadn't filmed anything. I, I, I think the proper way is yes, it's sad she passed in real life, but her character has to pass in the film. Has to. That's the only closure you can have on Princess Leia. You can't write her off. And if they do. I don't know. It's just that'd be weak. Yeah. In my personal opinion. But 
Yeah, they could have been lying, like you said. She may have actually. Yeah, but no, they wouldn't have done that because it's like after she died, they're like, oh, she had a big role playing that. It'd be shitty if they lied about that just to be have killed her off and this. Oh, we're just lying about that. Well, they could, but I mean that that least, would be pretty shitty. It kind of shitty, but at least that doesn't ruin the film. But you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. Because in a way, they kind of said, "Oh no, we're not going to reshoot any scenes with her in CGI." You know, yeah. I think they're just kind of just throwing that out there. Well. We'll see. I, you know me. I like Star Wars, but I'm not like you. Right. So it's yeah. like, I yeah. watch a trailer. I don't need to see more. Just, I know I'm going to sure. see it. Of course. And I don't want to ruin the movie. We, we have our stuff. tickets. We'll see it on December yeah, 15th. Yeah, we'll, we'll do we'll a try to get it on the Thursday night showing, but I couldn't get seats together. That's okay. Like, Damn it. We'll do a little review after after the show. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm looking forward we'll to quick that. Quick one, so that should be a good idea. All right. Uh, so, the ba- so The Babysitter. The Babysitter, yes. Yeah. That was a fantastic film. I, I didn't like it as much as Joe, but I did enjoy it. It's a Netflix movie. It is. It is so good. It it's, is entertaining. It's just insane to me, like the times we live in, that you can watch a feature movie. Yeah, like, on Netflix. It's just on Netflix. And Netflix is doing like eighty movies next year. And, and that and, Will Smith movie looks better yeah, than anything exactly. he's done in the last exactly. couple of years. Exactly. And that's coming straight to Netflix. And they actually threw like ninety million dollars into that into yeah. that film project. So there you go. It's it's really almost better to watch stuff at home now. Yeah, it's like it's cheaper and it's you know. You don't have annoying crowds, people that eat nachos yeah. Yeah. to the point where you want to punch them in their throat. It's too bad the movie-going experience is, you know, kind of... Right. Funny. Well, the cool thing is it's like most of the stuff on Netflix, Netflix is like financing these movies that are kind of right. challenging and not like typical yeah. theater movies. Exactly. So it's more entertaining because everything in the theater is a rehash or remake sure. or you know, reboot. And it's like... I'm not saying the babysitter was incredibly original. It was original, I thought, but it's like it was, you know, it was a nice kind of refreshing movie to watch something a little different. And it clearly wasn't something that you'd probably see in the theater. Right. It it, it was Home been. Alone meets Breakfast Club meets Die Hard. It's hard to hard to really. What did you it. right? Yeah. It's one that you basically you have to shut your brain off, and that's perfect for our show. Yeah. Because like in the movie, it's like. It was Everything a John happens. Hughes Why are none twist? of all the stuff that's going on to this kid? Nobody in the neighborhood's even like waking up. He's running around screaming, and nobody turns one light on. That, that's that's what makes it great. Yeah. No, it's, I thought I really enjoyed. it. Extremely bloody. Yeah, but great. damn, it is. It's well written. Yeah, it was fun. Characters are really well well written. Uh, just overall, a fun movie. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like it as much as Joe, but I did enjoy it. I had a good yeah. time with it, and I'd recommend it. It's a. It was on par with the guest. Which I, I like the fantastic. guest a lot better, but that's just me. Yeah, so. no, but that, that's a that's a that's a great film. Yeah, I, this is definitely well entertaining, and you know, hats off to Netflix. Like I said, yeah, it's definitely cool to have this type of entertainment that you can just yeah check it out. I saw the I saw that it was a brand new release, and then I checked the trailer out. I'm like, oh, is this like episodes or something? I'm like, oh shit, you can play it right here. Then can't stand McGee, but this was at least you know he did he did a pretty good job. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting movie. I enjoyed. I love it. that they would throw the. Um, the actual uh, typography on the screen. Yeah. Like whatever he was thinking. It was like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. It's yeah. good stuff. It was definitely enjoyable. Check it out. It's worth your time. And it's only like Check an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. It's a, it's a fast view. Yes. Um, Sometimes that's good. Sometimes you don't need two hours and 45 no. minutes of Blade Runner. So. <laughs> well, it goes back to you. Know, hey, we're flying over a city again. Back, you think it's like, you know, more like Heat. I love Heat, but Heat's too long. It's very long. Heat does not need to be two hours and 45 no. minutes. But oh. you you don't ever feel like it's super you know no not super at, over long even though it is but it's you know it all depends on the movie right Heat's just such a kind of classic movie but. it still kind of flies through though 
Yeah. You know, it just has enough to keep the movie moving. It just goes to show either we were younger or how things have changed because we saw that like like at 9.30 on a Friday. And we were fine. Yeah. We were fine. Yeah. I think um, we went and saw watched something else after that. It was like 1.30 in the morning. We're like, yeah. Yeah. We we'll do, do it. Now. now I can't. I can't no, do it. No, like 11.30. Like, oh, fuck it. Oh, me, fuck and, it. me and my wife saw the Blade Runner movie at like 7.20. Yeah. By the time 10 o'clock hit, my eyes were like bleeding red. I'm like, oh my God, is it going to end? Yeah. She has green eyes. I'm like, oh, oh, what? Damn it. At least that woke me up. I was like, oh, what? What, what happened? Very nice. Yeah, that's good stuff. So, have you seen anything else? Um, no, I think that's it. Yeah, there's some good stuff coming out. I want to see Jigsaw this week. We'll see how that turns out. Well, that comes out this week. Yeah. All right, there we go. I don't know. I think the trailer looks pretty good. It looks like better than the typical Saw movie. Yeah. I mean, not great. No, but it is it is what it is. Maybe they're just know? selling it really well. But you know. I, I saw that our uh, movie Death Wish got pushed back to March. It did. That sucks. I know. But it is coming out in theaters. Allegedly. I think they're pushing it back to March because they're probably going to try and uh, rush out Die Hard 6 next year. Even, or maybe push it out to 2019. Are they seriously doing that? Yeah. Like, seriously? Seriously. Like, Fox just announced. Bruce Willis signed on. And who's, like, directing this? The same guy did uh, part four. Um, Kate Win- oh, what's Len, her? Len Wiseman? Yeah, Len Wiseman. He's still with Kate. Back in sale, right? No, they got divorced. Oh, they did. Okay, yeah. sorry. She's on the market. Too. All right. Um, yeah. I said, oh, the same guy who did the last one. I'm like, well, I won't be seeing that. No, no. So, And that guy actually made a decent film with Gene Hackman behind enemy lines. Yeah. Die Hard, I don't know, man. A good day to die hard. Behind Enemy Lines would have been a much more fitting final movie for Gene Hackman instead of Welcome to Mooseport. <laughs> I think like, Gene, don't quit yet. Do one more movie. One more movie. Don't end it. You, why? Yeah, that's... It's like these guys. You know, you, it's sad. If, if, a, if a movie is really terrible, do one more. Right. Do an indie movie. Do a Something. little scene in it. You know, I knew Raul Julia died, but it's like he had Street Fighter 2 as his final movie. That's why Steven Seagal's coming Vio out. Con Dios, Raul. That's you right. Know? That's why Steven Seagal is coming out with Under Siege 3. Instead, it's called Under Diet. <laughs> Boo! Oh, that's terrible. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> it's the worst title ever. He's, he got really fat. Yes, he I did. I love that he jumped online and was uh, defending Poonam. Hey, you, you, you can't top what I did last Seagal. show. Ba- Seagal, back for seconds. <laughs> that's the best unused Seagal title ever. Back for seconds. Three words. Seagal would do it. <laughs> I'm gonna keep coming around here till someone refills the shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> that was somewhat my take on Alfred Justice, but that was a good one. Well played. I like it. <laughs> Where's the barbecue? Has anybody seen the ice cream? <laughs> I want to caramel. <laughs> Hot fudge. <laughs> that is the weirdest Seagal impersonation. Oh, I'm gonna come back I've here ever again. Heard. <laughs> oh my god. Seagal's is kind of a tough one to do, isn't he? Is that right? <laughs> Except for when the chicken's too hard to bite into. Hey. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, it's awesome. I love it. Oh, I, I saw Jean Claude Van Damme as a new film coming out. Oh, the TV show? Yeah, that looks pretty good. That's a TV show. It's a TV show. You can All watch right. your first episode now. They Sweet. came out like about a year or so ago. Ridley Scott's executive producing that? It's, yeah. It's kind of funny. It's pretty funny. It, actually, there's a whole... Yeah, I watched... Jean-Claude Johnson? Is that what it's called? Yeah, he's like a, like a spy. <laughs> yeah. 
He's like being an actor is actually his cover for being a yeah. spy. Actually, it looks actually pretty damn good. actually part of it because like he talks about the movie Looper in there a lot. Okay. He talks about a time cop is way better than Looper. That time, oh, Looper's nice. Looper's a ripoff of time cop. <laughs> it's actually pretty I, funny. I still haven't seen Looper. I probably should check that out. That was one of the last good like Bruce Willis movies. That's uh, Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Who's directing the new it's, Star Wars. It's a little slow at times. But okay. You should definitely check it out. All right. I'll do that. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. I know. It. I, I keep, kept putting it off. You see all of Bruce's shitty movies. Yeah. I tell you. Uh, not really. I, I didn't see the dog one. You saw that one. I did that for the show, man. What was that? Venice something? Once Upon a Time in Venice. Oh, good Lord. Yes, it was painful experience. Yeah, literally. You should have made you watch it. We should watch that together. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. I'll, I'll have to check it out. I Like I said, I kept looking at my wife. and like, are we giving up yet? Are we stopping? It's like, no. <laughs> no, I'm keep going. going. It's no, like, going to get better. No, I, I knew it wasn't. Wait, wait till we see Bruce Willis. Like John penis. Goodman. It's like, do you need the work that bad? This, I, that's that's Jason really Momoa was in that. I'm like, does he's doing Aquaman and Justice League? Does he need the work? He's a paycheck, probably. I well, don't not know. not bad. I don't. Yeah. I just don't get it. I'm like, that's why I saw that cast. I'm like, okay, this is straight to video. There's got to be something wrong with this movie. Yeah. Like if you see that many big the trailer looked like shit. Yeah. Well, it was. It was yeah. complete shit. Well, maybe it'd be kind of funny, you know. Sometimes I like stuff that's like a little, like a dark comedy or something right. that isn't, that isn't going to sell in the theaters, but I still find it hilarious, you know. But this was not it. That's why you're going to go see Geostorm. Oh my god! <laughs> totally kidding. I saw the reviews of that, and they're basically like, it's not as bad as you think. Really? They, they don't. They don't mean like it's good. Sure. But it's like, right. It's ex- you know, just like pieces. It's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. There you go. I mean, yeah. If you advertise something as a dumb movie, and it's like. But that's what they you want it to be, right? There's nothing wrong yeah, with that. It is what it is. It's a night at the movies, popcorn. It's movie. no, it's no snowman, which <laughs> that one's just getting ripped apart. For some reason, like I want to see that, but man, the pre- the previews look awful. It looks like a total like straight to video. Well, especially when at the end when you actually see the one person with like a snowman head. You could have saved her if you followed the clues, <laughs> <laughs> Inspector Clouseau. <laughs> Stupid. Yes, I, I think I'll pass. On that one. That's like total like red box rental or you know, yeah exactly exactly yeah Michael Fassbender huh yeah we took I guess a, I guess Alien Covenant didn't do it for him so right we took all the kids to um, a haunted house and then everybody came back to the did one of your the kids, station did one of your watched. kids punch somebody in the face like no 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 get your hands no. off my son punch the gorilla in the face <laughs> we took oh, oh. <laughs> classic. No, um, then everybody came back to the stage and watched uh, a bunch of like scary movies, and The Conjuring was on. It has its moments, but man, that movie just... You, I'm still pissed that they showed The Witch in the film. I'm like, it's, why did they do that? You know, I used to be really easy to scare on movies when I was a kid. But it's oh, like, sure. now when I watch movies like that, and I'm like, they're not scary to me at all. No. Like, we went to fucking Happy Death Day. Mm-hmm. And there was a chick, I don't know if I can take this. I don't know if I can handle this. And I'm there like, There are people that still jumped and screamed in that. And I'm not, not trying to say, oh, I'm so tough. Stuff doesn't scare me. But it's oh. like, I just, the stuff today just isn't scary. Not at all. I think people depend on too many like CGI effects, right? Yeah. I still think you can make a good practical effect scary movie. Just no one's done it yet. I mean, Get Out was cool, but more on a thriller. Suspense, you gotta, yeah, you gotta, I don't know. To me, it's got to be based in a real, real world situation. Yeah, like where the it, Yeah, where it could happen. Exactly. That movie yeah. still freaks me out. That's a movie that I can't watch by myself late at night. Fuck yes. that. 
that's a movie that I have to go to church, then watch it at so, you know hey. maybe eight thirty in the morning, then go back to church. It's playing a point right now. I think they're playing. Oh, is it? Oh, uh, great, nice. Yeah. I, I've never seen that on the big screen. I probably should check that it's, out. Yeah, it's definitely. Awesome. I, I heard it's a pretty cool experience. Yeah, you liked it, right? You saw it I on did, the big screen. I did. I've still never seen part two. You're not missing anything. <laughs> part two, I hear, is hilarious. Oh, it's, it's so t- bad. It's so bad. There's a, there's a sequence where some type of bug is flying through the air, and you follow it for like twenty minutes. It, it's just stupid. It's like oh. flying over Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Good I stuff. Can't wait. The beginning is like all futuristic looking, and then they have like those, uh, God, what were the old fashioned carpets that they have back there? It was super long shade carpets, shade right? Carpets, yeah. Like just orange and pukey looking, and then you had like a, a, a fucking, um, God, what was it? Linda Blair's face at the end of <laughs> the first exor- Exorcist, but it was like done in like a holographic form. It was, po- it was so pointless. And, and James Earl Jones is in there. It, it is dumb. It's so funny because that movie like is so like forgotten. It's like you can't even find that anywhere. I'm sure you could probably rent it on iTunes. I get, I'm not, but yeah, don't do it. it, it and then is. there's part three. Yeah. Part three actually is a lot closer to the original. A man thought to have died <laughs> ten years. No, I did not. <laughs> Best trailer ever. Yes, it is. That scene with this creepy scene. That scene with the fucking nurse is one of the scariest fucking scenes <laughs> ever. You don't see it coming, and boom. Look it up, folks. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Exorcist three with the nurse in the that hallway. That shit is scary as fuck. Yeah. When oh my walk, god. When she walks out of that room. <laughs> Man, that was one of the craziest film scenes ever because you don't expect it. That does get you. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, the rest of the movie can't keep up with that. But it's yeah, like, William Peter Blatty directed that one, I think. George, George C. Scott. Freaking did the original one. Yeah, George C. Scott. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought that was a pretty good one. I think they released like a new like director's cut of that because it was always that was cut to hell. Okay, so, gotcha. Yeah. And then they came out with a newer one after that where Rennie Harlan did a version and somebody else Paul did Schrader, another one. Paul Schrader, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even bother with any With Rennie Harlan, you can always skip. So. And then there's like a, a Fox television show. Is that still running? I or think not? so, but I believe it's kind of getting canceled. Okay. I think, I think uh, Gina Davis is in that. Oh, my God. That's yeah. what you need. Yep. Gina. It's a connection. You used to be married to Rennie Harlan. Hey, there you there. go. There you go. Now she's in it. Nice. Absolutely. Very nice. Oh, my God. Well, that's... I, I did see all... Happy Death Day again. Did you? That was cool. fun. We took all the girls out to that one. That did was they hilarious. like it? Yeah, they did. Did they, they figure it out? And they, they screamed. Did? What was it? I think two, I two of the kids did. I didn't did. figure it out. And Joe had figured it out. He like said, early time, I'll tell you this, that's who did it. So <laughs> don't spoil it for people. I'm yeah, sure, no. So. But yeah, try and figure out who did, who's the killer right away. Yeah. They kind of give it away right away. Speaking about a whodunit, we got one coming up in a little bit with Pieces. It's, all right, let's do our top five. It's a great mystery movie. Now, Joe has done a lot of preparing for this top five. He says he's going to wing it. I like He does pretty much it. in everything on this show. That's right. So let's talk about like f- the five kind of like, you know, craziest horror movie like endings. Endings, okay. I kind of put stuff in mind, stuff that just kind of fucked me up as a kid. Sure, yeah. So one of the ones that really fucked me up, and you may not even know this movie... So like a 70s movie with Donald Sutherland okay. called Don't Look Now. Oh, no, no, no. Holy fuck. The end of the movie scared the shit out of really? me. Really? Yeah. I can spoil it probably because it's like four sure, years old. Fine. It's basically him and his wife and Julie Christie plays a wife and it's like they, their daughter dies. Okay. And he's kind of, they're kind of like go to Europe to like yeah. get away and stuff. And he's obsessed with finding his daughter and he sees this little person in you know, like a red coat walking around like his daughter used to Okay. And it's like at the end of the movie, he follows him around yeah. and stuff. End of it, it turns out... 
corners her and like and she turns around it's just like freaky ass looking old woman midget oh and fucking cuts him to death with a razor blade. oh jesus scared the shit out of me <laughs> scares the shit out of me my god i'm gonna have to look that up you like do Google. it's on youtube oh it's like, jesus it's one of those, and it's like i barely remember the movie but it's just one of those things that, that if you see that as a kid it will fuck you up. it will fuck you up it really was it's quite an interesting movie. That's yeah. pretty cool. It's yeah. sad that my, my fifth choice here is a movie that I don't even know the title of. That's okay. But maybe you can help me with this. There's a movie I would have going to put on here, but I don't know the fucking name of it at all. I don't okay. know who was in it, but it's a movie my mom and Walt was watching. Okay. And I remember coming downstairs. My dad was gone. She was watching on HBO. Yeah. I would peg this as probably late 70s, early 80s. Okay. And I'm like, Mom, I want to sit and watch a movie. He's like, I'm watching this scary movie. You know, you shouldn't watch it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'll stay with you. He's like, oh, okay, it's going to be scary. Yeah. I don't remember anything about the movie. Just that at the end of it, like it's a it's a mom, and it's like she, I think she had a boy that died. It's very similar to what I was just talking about. Yeah. But like the boy at the end of the movie shows up and comes to her, and she's like embracing him. And the boy like kills her. What? And I don't know what the fucking name of the movie is, who is in it, or what it was. I've never figured this out. It's like kind of haunted me for like forty years. Interesting. I don't even remember enough details because it's kind of like I remember bits of it, but it kind of. Do you even know who out. was in it? I like, don't. Okay. And I've kind of looked, kind of looked for like right, there was this website, yeah. Google, yeah. And I'm not giving enough for anybody to tell me. Yeah, it's no. Like, I, it's one of those things that's kind of haunted me because it's like I know a little bit about it, but I'm like I want to see it. I was like, oh, you're talking about Yentl? No, yes. <laughs> no. What was yours? What was yours? Uh, mine was, and again, I apologize, I don't know the title, but maybe Tom does. There's a, there's a couple that are kind of getting chased, and like all these zombie looking people with white eyes are chasing after them. Okay. And they somehow get through a room, which leads them to another dimension, and then their eyes turn fucking white. Well, I saw that young as a kid freaked the fuck out of me. It's an older film. I want to say early 80s, probably. God. They, they walk through a doorway or something. Then they, they're stuck in another dimension. And like, there's fog on the ground. And it's a mm. man and a woman standing next to each other, and then their eyes turn white. So they become whatever was chasing them. God, that sounds really familiar, too. Is it like beyond something? Is that the beyond? The beyond, maybe? Uh, I don't think that would be it. That's an Italian movie. Okay, see, I don't know. Help us out here, people. I'm, yeah, I'm please. Losing. But that it just was a creepy ending because you're like, oh, fuck, they're going to make it. And then they leave the room that and they so somehow familiar. get trapped in another dimension. They become what, what was just chasing them. But it was just creepy. When you especially jump into that. You don't, remember who, you don't remember who was in it? No, or anything like not that? at all. Well, at least you gave me more than I gave, or yeah. people more than I gave them to. It's just the creepy white eyes, kind of. All right, out. people. Now we've given you two movies. <laughs> Figure it out. Joe explained his better than I did mine. I don't Post remember it. enough. Don't remember enough about. Post it. the titles for us. Okay, number number four for me. I would say Psycho, the original Psycho. Okay. And I mean, it's like it's it's overdone now. <laughs> Everybody knows it, but when I first saw that, it freaked the shit out of me. Yeah. I mean, you know the mom's dead, but oh, like right. it's, it's so well done and it's freaky ass scene. Yeah, with the lamp flying back and yes. forth. Yeah. Very lighting. The master Hitchcock filming that. So yep. fucking scary. So, yeah. No, that was pretty cool. That yeah, was pretty so that's cool. a classic ending right there. I like that. Yep. That's very nice. Not much to talk about. It's a pretty much a perfect flawless movie, but it's it's got a great ending. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, the only thing I didn't, the, I never liked about the end of Psycho is... I just love his face. He's yeah. wearing the wig. <laughs> I just feel like it should have ended there because they went in there and they had to do the, the kind of wrap-up scene where it's like, oh, yeah, Norman God. Bates clearly had a split. We, we know this. That totally reminded me of like, okay, now it's like a Twilight if, Zone well, Or it felt oh. like Blade Runner where it's like, we need to explain to the audience. No. We can't leave them with a shock. Yes, you can. It's like, yeah. I almost feel like 
that should have been the end. Like, they should be the director's cut where it ends right there. Exactly. Because you could have freeze-framed on Norman Bates' face or in the wig. Or when they then, subdue him and they're holding him down, that's the end yeah. of the movie right there. So. And then you could have done the skull over it, the overlay. Yeah. That would have been cool. That's that's all I'd say about it. Yeah, no. I'm with you, though. That's, it's like they needed to calm the audience down, like, afterwards and explain to them what happened. So you don't need to do that. No. It's better to leave people fucked up as they're leaving the theater. Right. Okay, what do you got for number four? Here's a great surprise, Andy. You remember this film? Nightmare on Elm Street, when she gets sucked through the door. Not, we talked about that as one of the worst special effects ever. Right, right? <laughs> but when you were a younger kid watching that, it freaked you out a little bit. Because oh, you're like, oh, fuck, oh, my God, the nightmare is going to come back. You got vacuum know? sealed and sucked through there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you knew something was coming up just the way it was filmed. Because everything's, you know, kind of like soft lit. The, yeah. Dream, dreamy kind of sequence, and then boom, she gets and sucked in by Freddy. I'm pretty sure if you look into that... That was like a last minute like reshoot. Yeah. The studio demanded that. Right. Yep. Yeah. Because they thought they're like, oh, this could become a popular character, right? Isn't that what they wanted to do? Yep. And then they wanted wanted to film the second one and they said, we don't need Robert Engelback. Anybody can play Freddy. No. So they had somebody else cast and then they realized it wasn't working. (laughs) Freddy is not like James Bond. No. You know what I mean? It it is Robert England. And if it isn't, I don't know. Yep. Who's the guy that played him in the other... Jackie Earl Haley. You know what? I'll say this to forever. The movie was terrible. He was a great choice. He's he's creepy. He's, he's great he at is, that. Yes, but again, it's one of those like we don't need to see how he became Freddy Krueger. Just you knowing what he did is creepy. You don't. Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? They didn't go nuts on it. Though, no, like not they didn't did. go Halloween direction. You know. Oh, fuck no. And hopefully the new Halloween is going to be. I'm excited fantastic. about it. Did you hear the Trent Reznor take? Absolutely. Oh my god, that sounds eerier than shit. Yeah, I mean, but, I, I don't. I still want the original Carpenter in there, and I don't want. You know, it's great. Yeah. Carpenter needs to stay in there. Sure. Ding 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 ding. I'm excited about it. Yeah, I really uh, hope it should be good. Seems like the right people are involved in it. And it's Blumhouse, right? Is yeah, that right? I, I don't know. Was it? I think so. Fucking Danny McBride. Those, those people know how to make movies, man. For really cheap and make a hell of a big profit on it. I'm, so hats off to you. Yeah, I'm excited. It's one of the few remakes you know I'm excited yeah. about because Carpenter's be cool. involved. And well, it's it sounds just, like he's actually involved this time and not just getting a paycheck. Good. And this is a direct sequel to part, part two. Part, oh, part one. one. Oh, part wow. So we're missing. Okay, very nice. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to explain like Sam Loomis and stuff, you know. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be cool. I'm excited. Well, I guess it's so obviously it's the Jamie Lee Curtis and it's now, so it's like you know, he's obviously dead. Right. Yeah. The only thing I thought that you know, the uh, the shitty Rob Zombie movies got right. I thought that Malcolm McDowell was a good choice for Loomis. Yeah, but the movie sucked. It was too over the top. They explain way too much. They it's do. like, dude, all I need is the the shape. Just needs to be he, little kid. Captain kills, Kurt. We don't know why. White mask. That's good enough, man. Or William Shatner mask. Whatever it was supposed to be. It was a Shatner mask, right? Yeah. Originally, dude. The whole thing is explained in like fucking Sam Loomis says it. I spent five years trying to reach him, and then the next five years to make sure he's locked. Continue to be yep, locked. Yep, exactly. Him. That's like, all you need to know. And he's fucking evil. That's it. I have to ask you a question because I haven't seen Halloween for a long time, but. When he escapes, he's not wearing the mask, right? When he's driving around no. town? Okay, that's no. what I thought. All right, good. Because no. he's hiding behind the bush, and he's just a normal that's guy. That's a creepy scene when he walks. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not cool, man. We love you, John Carpenter. That, that movie holds up really well. Yeah, not to get off subject, when we talk about directors, John Carpenter is my favorite director of all time. Really? He is. He's done a lot of shit. Well, sure. But I can point to like five movies of him that I think are fucking amazing movies. At least. Halloween. The Halloween, Thing. The they thing. Live. They Live. Well, 
Escape from New York. Yeah, Escape from New York. Starman. They're fucking awesome movies. Yeah, you know, the guy, the guy's talented, man. Yeah. So I mean, it's, he made a lot of duds, but wow. In the Mouth of Madness was fantastic, dude. For one of his that later was really, films, that was really his last good mm-hmm. movie. I enjoyed that a lot. That was cool that we got to see that in theater because the fucker is still a master and he got both of us with that jump scare. He did. Because the yeah. fucking character turns left and we're like, oh, jump scare. And, and we're like, oh, right. it didn't happen. They turned right, boom. I'm it's like, oh, you fuck. <laughs> Dude, I jumped out of my seat. It's amazing because that movie is 20 plus years old. I, I still remember that yeah. jumping. So. That, that was a good one because yeah. I'm like, oh, here it comes. Oh, oh, he didn't do it. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Okay, uh, you, you did number four. Yeah, yep, so, so my number three. My number three would be the original Friday the 13th. Okay. Fuck me up as a kid. That's nice. That ending was so well done. It's like the fucking jump out of the lake, and it's a, yes. it's a great one-two ending, and then the whole, like, boy, there was no boy. Yeah, like, oh, God. Fucking great ending. I'll, I'll put that as my number three, too. Yeah, it's, um, it's great. That, man, dude, yeah, that, that kind of fucked me up. Watching that as a youngling. I never liked like, how... I never liked how they went back into part two and immediately killed Alice off. Just, yeah, that was stupid. Yeah, I didn't like that. A lot of people, a lot of people over the years have said that was a dream sequence and that she's oh, still alive. Okay, I would prefer that. Sure. Yeah. And definitely. you could do that because part right. two goes on with nothing, no mention of it. Exactly. It's like she could still be alive. Yeah. It's like I didn't like that. I don't like when they do that kind but of that, stuff. That movie, man, was just the tension was so built up at the end there, and then when finally when you get the reveal. And she makes it on that lake. You're like, oh, cool, man. Best part about cool. Friday the 13th is at the end of it when he chops, or she gets her head chopped yeah. off. Yeah. And Tom Savini did the special effects for that. And he played the, the woman who got her head cut yeah. off. So it's like his hands are up here. Yeah. And look at it. He's got hairy ass knuckles. <laughs> so, That's so, great. So, so, I remember Mrs. talking about that. has the hairiest knuckles ever. <laughs> They put That's the head good. on toothpicks and stuff like that, so you can see like the stuff. It's still an awesome effect. You can't. It looks great. The guy, the guy was master of effects. Man. Yes, fantastic shit. Practicality, man. Just, just great. Yeah. Okay. That's good. So that's your number three. Yep. Okay. So we're moving on to number two then. Number two. Well, number two is our film for today. Oh, really? The end of pieces. Just no like, shit. I fucking wow. love the end of pieces. We're not gonna spoil it yet. No, we, don't. But okay. We, I just think the end of pieces is fucking so out there and hilarious. I mean, it just grabbed me by the balls. Oh, wait, I don't know. Oh, I, just, oh, I think oh, I just, he gave it away. I just gave it away. Balls deep gave it away. Wow, man, that's pretty good. <laughs> I love the end of pieces. It's so fucking funny. My, my number two is a film called Carrie. Yes? It's one of those scenes... What the hell did I not put that on this list for? One of those scenes where... I mean, I, I haven't seen this movie for ages, right? I'm over at Tom's house one night, and Carrie's on, and Tom's like, hey, you want to watch the ending of this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that forever. And it still gets me every fucking time. That fucking hand that jumps out of the cemetery, I'm like, oh, fuck, I hate that. hate that. De Palma, De Palma's the master of that. So. I mean, it was late. It was you know, maybe after midnight or someone were watching that, but man, I jumped at Tom's like, oh, fuck, it still gets you. I, I think I knew it was somewhere. coming. I don't think you did. And I'm like, oh. Nope. I was like, whoa, Jesus. I was like, Isn't that a nice, peaceful ending show? Yeah. This is, oh! <laughs> yeah get, gets me every time. Classic. Yeah. That, that's my number two. Okay. My number one. This this one's a shout out to Mike. Fucking the end of Sleepaway Camp. It will always <laughs> scar me forever. I think it would have ruined me if you guys didn't build it up. If you yeah. just said, Joe, watch this movie. You'll love it. And didn't set up anything about that ending. That's absolutely true. 
Um, because I was expecting something. Then when it happened, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? This goes back to being a kid. And like when you see, if you saw it, that as oh, a, that would, if you saw it as like a 10 year old kid, I think that would destroy a lot because of Because you'd also be like, life. is that what a, a man looks like? <laughs> oh, or the other scene when the two dudes are together. Yes. That's a fucked up movie, dude. Sleep Away Camp? It is. That is right. That was gorier than this movie, the pieces that we just viewed. No, it wasn't. You don't think so? Not I thought so. Close. Okay, all right. Pieces is, oh my God. <laughs> Not even close. Pieces, pieces. <laughs> we got to do a, like Sorry, part man. two and part three out of Sleepaway Camp one of these days. Oh, they actually have part two and three. Yeah. Oh my god, I got god. them on Blu-ray. Nice. Now another thrown in. Probably you could probably do a part four with the they made it, They made right? a part four, then they like didn't finish it, but then they like uh, did return to Sleepaway Camp by the yes. original director. So. Fantastic. Yep. I will not be seeing those movies. Oh yeah, you so. will. Somebody will watch them. <laughs> I think Mike back on here. Mike would be happy to. He's probably going yes. Mike, I believe likes yes. part two and does not like part three. I believe, or it might be the other way around. I'll have to ask. Okay, him. interesting. Yes. Okay, so what's, what's my number one is The Exorcist that goes down probably as one of the best endings in. Fuck. Wouldn't you say cinema history? Yeah, the reason the I, I probably wouldn't put that in my list is because I didn't see that as a kid. Okay. So it's like, it's great. And, and yeah, you're right. But it didn't have the impact a lot of these things did when I was a kid. Sure. So. Yeah. But it, I guess the first viewing in that when I was younger, you just didn't see it coming at all. You just think like, oh, fuck, they're all screwed. You yeah. know? But I mean, it's the perfect case of, you know, good versus evil. But it's great that he had to sacrifice himself to pull the demon out into him and then jump out that window. I mean, it's just... You're that like, whoa, movie. what the hell just happened here? That whole movie's a forget. No, it is, but man, that ending is just top notch. That is fucking awesome. Th- that film, and it, you know, to um, Shane Black's credit, it, it is probably the best screenplay ever put on film. I mean, how, how could you argue it? It has everything in there. The characters are so well developed. Yeah. That story is intense. It's, it has everything drama, thriller, suspense, horror, comedy. Yeah. And it all ties in perfectly. You know? I, I can't disagree with you. Yeah, that's well played. Again, it's one of those films I can't watch by myself ever, but Here we're gonna we're gonna show you this, Joe. What is this? This is that Donald Sutherland movie. Oh Jesus. I won't hurt you. I won't hurt you. So he thinks this is his kid. Yeah. Darling. What? They're kinda of weird. It's kind of an artist. It's an artistic movie. Darling. Holy fuck. Wait. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. It's kind of right in the neck. As a kid, though, dude. Yeah, that would, that would mess you up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost shot a lot like um, it's, the original Omen, in a way. Yeah, it's 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 pretty artistic movie, but yeah, it's, <laughs> that that was another disturbing movie watching as a kid, dude. The Omen. I mean, man, the we dogs, just grew the up. The dog scene oh, always got, yeah, always got. It's just stuff. it's it's an eerie film. That until they made forty eight versions of it. The glass sequence, lopping that dude's head off, dude. Man, yes. as a kid seeing that, you're like, whoa, shit, what what's happening here? Yeah, those are the weird nights where you had to like cut through the living room to go to the bathroom as a kid and that your parents are watching some weird shit you're like oh oh my god yeah I have nightmares for life now thank you 
Or if they got me when I was like, I'd go to bed at night, I'd be the last one to go to bed, and I'd be like coming up the stairs, and I'd have to like look behind me as I walked up the stairs, and I, sh- I would, wouldn't shut the lights off until I got up the stairs because I was scared to be in the dark because like, <laughs> that person could be right behind that. Door. Then when you turn around, they're standing up on the top of the stairs. Oh fuck! I did that way too old in my well, life too. It's way older than I should say it was. Well, so. no, that that still happens. If I'm down in the basement, run up, you just have that sense that somebody's after you or something. I don't yeah. know. It's creepy. It's fucking hilarious. You fucking run upstairs, your heart's beating. There, there was a pretty good website. I don't know if it's still around. It was called uh, Kinder Trauma. Okay. It basically all these things from like yeah. the 70s and 80s that like fucked us up and freaked us out. Okay. It's basically a good place, a collection of that stuff. Oh. A lot of stuff you probably forgot no about. But yeah, you should check it out. I, Maybe they have the movie that I was talking about earlier in the show. They probably it's do. It's a weird ending. That movie is strange. Yeah, you should do that. I have to, have to find that figure title. that out. I'll probably try and figure it out here after the show. We'll hit Google. Google. Yeah, Kinder Trauma. It's right there. Yeah, it's, it actually got a. They're on Twitter too. <laughs> there it is. There's a little thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even lady. look at that. Yeah, it's all the stuff that freaked you up as a kid. Child's play. Good God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hilarious. That's awesome stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was a good trip down memory lane. Absolutely. Right there. Absolutely. Well, shall we move on to our feature presentation? Yes. Oh my God. Pieces. It's exactly what you think it is. Oh my God. This movie is. Uh, this is Eli Roth's favorite ending. Well, it's one of his Supposedly, favorite movies. Right. Yeah, okay. He loves it. Yeah. I've seen like a bunch of like screenings around the country that he's hosted and stuff. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the death sequences in the film, I was just kind of like, yeah, okay. I mean, for the time, yes. I guess it was a little over the top compared to like Friday the Thirteenth. You know. Well, it is, but it's like it's for. For that time, this movie has everything you would want. Yeah. It's gratuitous violence, gratuitous nudity. Exploitation it's, a little bit. It's got some funny-ass shit that makes no sense. It's got True. everything. It's not a serious movie. No, God, no. The detectives are fucking hilarious, dude. They are. The guy, hey, you got a light? I don't smoke. <laughs> I like I like. The, I love uh, that they're eating um, Arby's or Wendy's. Wendy's. Yes. They're eating Wendy's. Nice product placement. Like Cups like perfectly... Facing the camera. Yeah. Mmm. You sit there and do your police work. Ha ha ha. Wait, stay here. Wait, no. Come with me. I must be losing my mind. And actually, Joe, you just acted better than they actually Thank did. you. Um, you know this movie's going to be good because it starts off with a Boston, 19, I think it was 1940-something. Something like that, yeah. Very old time. And you know it's a good production because they make a phone call and it's like a touch-tone phone. <laughs> So clearly, you know they're on the cutting edge of technology. In the '40s, they had a touchstone phone somehow. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. So I was a little boy who was like uh, putting together a, a nudie, with nudie, a nudie puzzles. puzzle, yeah. and like his mom comes in, you're not out of this filth, and and <laughs> wants to throw all of his dude. stuff away. So what would a boy do except chop up his mom with an axe? Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm like, oh, that's not nice. Like Bad a boy. bloody axe murder where he keeps hitting her in the head, but the axe doesn't stick in her head. No, just basically like she had a thick skull. She's very hard headed. And then the boy somehow was able to convince people very quickly that he didn't kill no, her. Of course not. A he man broke in and did yes. it, and that's it. Intruder, intruder. <laughs> so you basically it cuts to present day, and you know that the killer is this person who's got to be in his fifties or sixties. Yes. So it kind of eliminates almost everybody that isn't like you know. Sure. Yeah. Totally. Right off the bath. You know, he's still lurking out there. Or it could be a copycat killer, you know. know? Could be. But then we get to the campus of clearly not Boston. None of this movie was filmed in the United States. No, not at all. You can tell. I love they were playing tennis in the freezing cold winter. That was my favorite part. Yes. Okay. Well, this movie has no stars. Christopher George was in it. He's kind of a a B-level actor. Yeah. 
but nobody really. What other films did he move on to? <laughs> Nothing you'd know of. No, okay. He was in the Exterminator. You probably never seen that. The detective that constantly wanted to light up his cigar or whatever the hell he was carrying around. I swear to God, he looks identical to the dude that's in From Dust of Dawn. I mean, you mean his, his partner, the older? Yeah, yeah the, not, the younger. It's not, but Michael boy, Parks, he sure yeah. looked like him, though. Oh, I actually like that guy in this movie, the secondary kind of lead detective, that old guy. The white-haired guy? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah he's he, has, he has one of the best lines in the movie, too. Or I'll blow your brains. This movie out. like has so many WTF moments in it, where it's just like you just, in dialogues that you just don't get. Yeah, it's like so funny. It's like that people had to have been high when they wrote this, probably, and then handed it off and to somebody who was high acting. a different drug to like re- revise sure. the script, and then put through like a meat grinder. And, and originally, this is a, is this a Spanish film? Yeah, it's like right? Spanish, okay. yeah, Italian. It's like it's or something. Yeah, every, no, it's like I think it's both. It's both. Okay, yeah, that explains why it was just outlandish. And you get such great dialogue like this. <laughs> just love the way it's dubbed. Have you heard the latest? They've just installed a waterbed in the train. Have you ever been late on a waterbed? The most beautiful thing in the world is smoking hot and fucking on a waterbed. <laughs> My favorite scene. <laughs> I love that scene. That's the best part of the movie. Oh. God, that lady sounded weird. Well, was, yeah. I love smoking pot and bed. Yeah, I gotta get my little uh, puzzle out here. That's the special edition. This this movie has a way extravagant Blu-ray. Yeah, you have the puzzle there? Oh yeah. Oh nice. And it's the same nudie pick. Oh, there it is. Oh my god. So you can like sell this and make some serious points. Yeah, because I sold, I had like three of them. I sold each for 50 bucks. Tom has the original puzzle that has a bloody bush on here. Bloody bush. That's fantastic. Directly oh. from the movie. So Nice. Well played. Yeah. So this is, this, my God, this movie is just hilarious. I kind of thought that like the killer in this, who's a, what I love is the killer wears a trench coat and a hat and all that and dress shoes I thought it was like a, supposed to be like Italian giallo giallo like you know kind of that was kind of a big thing in the 70s but like actually it was based off the shadow really? yeah oh no kidding That's, yeah so everybody was interesting. Well, I didn't know that either. well that explains the poster that I posted on our actual uh, Facebook page yeah because that boy that sure looks like the fucking shadow so basically what's happening is this unknown killer is going around killing, killing young nubile college students that's right and Taking off different body parts and keeping them. And he's putting together yes. a human-like flesh puzzle. That's right. Which is kind of... Hence, corresponds, pieces. Yeah, corresponds the, to the, you know... He's trying to bring back beginning. Mother, right? Or is he trying to find a lady that looks identical to the ladies putting together you in the really actual know. board? And the thing, I, I, I wanted to get more in his thought process. How is he choosing these women? Like, whose legs does he want? And whose head does he want? It, it's weird. Although he did try and place his mother's shoes... On one of the ladies' feet. Very I don't know. true. Very I think the true. kid wanted his mother. It's, it's you know it's it's, it's very it's very creepy, man. There's I mean, despite how inept this movie is, there's some a little creepiness here. Uh, just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's some no, stuff it that is. actually works. Yeah. I, yeah. I, there's ninety percent of it doesn't work, but you kind of have to go with it because it's 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 just fun. It's right. so bad. It's it's you know early eighties like just. Stuff they cannot make anymore. Right. They couldn't, not because it's like the censorship and whatnot. You just couldn't make this. It's, you couldn't make something this inept. 
but enjoyable too. I'm thinking you make something like this today, really. No, you can't at all. It's just a, a t- like a thing from the '80s where it's like the Italians want to make like an, an sure, American right. slasher knockoff, yeah. yep. but they have to add the giallo elements to it, and they mix everything into a blender, and oh, that's what it. you get. And you get just, you and get... then they have to have a co- American college students, which are not Americans, no, not even no, close, they're not, because they're and then very the hairy. Then the, and then the director, of course, who has like usually has an American name but is not American, says, "I know how American college students talk," and no, you don't. They talk like this. Smoking pot and fucking on a waterbed is the greatest thing I've ever known. It's so much fun. Uh, but do you like my areolas? Yes. They didn't say that, but that would have fit. I know. That would have been great. That would have been fantastic. But yeah, but it's like, it's, it's just a perfect a rather know, postcard to the, you know, cheesy 80s. And stuff. Oh, yeah. You just can't get it anymore. And you don't need anymore. It's not like I wish they could make movies like that. I, I kind of do. Right. But you know, you've got them. This is this is one of the classics. Of that. No, I mean it was it was fun to revisit and watch because after I watched, well, you've never this, seen it. No, you've I've never seen it. That's why it was just a cool film to kind of see what else was out there because you know it was so yeah. mainstream of like oh Friday Thirteenth that's the scariest movie ever made. Yeah. So watching some of this shit that you're introducing, it's like okay, that's that's cool. Yeah. So seeing mean, all the different spins. It's basically because I'm obviously a huge slasher fan. I've seen almost all slasher right. movies. And once I saw all those, I kind of like, well, what do I see now? Right. And it's like, basically, I saw all the slasher movies that were available to me. Coming to growing up in a small town, yeah. there's not that much. No. And then I saw some stuff in Madison, a little bit more. But there, a movie like this, this would have never, we never could have got this in Sock. No, hell no. You probably, maybe you could have got it in Madison. I don't know. But like, it was I'm kind sure of a Something like this was probably in like, Greater City, Milwaukee, Chicago. Probably got to get it like four-star video downtown. Yeah. But it's like... Yeah, so it's like now, like thirty years later, like I'm I'm pining for like the old slasher movies I love that I can find out online. It's like, oh, there's this movie I've never heard yeah, of. Yeah, there you go. And it's it's exciting for me to discover these movies I've never seen, and then sometimes I'll see them and like, holy shit, I had seen that right. movie, I just forgot. Right. Or you you know remember a movie and you you watch it again, and you remember how great it was, and it was the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> What's the one that's on Amazon Prime right now? Uh, Massacre on Sorority Row or whatever. What's that one? House and Sorority Row? Is that it? House and... That's maybe that's it. Them. Like, all the women are completely nude in the film. Take no, the longest shower sequences ever. Oh, right? Sorority House Massacre? Yeah, that's... Sorry, that's it. That's a fun one. Never seen that before. So after watching this, I like started watching that on Amazon Prime. I'm like, oh, all right, there And I go. have the movie for you to watch. It's... Classic. Um, it's basically a ripoff of that. It's basically got a lot okay. of the same actresses if you're talking about Sorority House Massacre. Okay. Um, it's called, That's the one at the beginning where the lady gets trapped in the van and she's screaming. Hey, that's slumber, slumber Party Massacre. A slumber. Okay, so that's the one that I'm checking They made out. three of those. Sorority House Massacre was another series that was just basically a ripoff of that. Okay, And gotcha. then, like, those were, uh, the later ones were Roger Corman movies, I think. And nice. he released a bunch of just cheap-ass movies. Sure, okay. But he released one called Hard to Die. Hard to Die. You need to watch this movie. Okay. It's basically the same type of movie. It takes place in a building. So it's basically like a diehard, topless lady, slasher ripoff. You what year did this come out? Like 1990. Really? Yeah. Okay, nice. Hard, Hard to Die. To Die. That's probably on YouTube. And she runs around topless. Bunch of women. Fantastic. Yes. I'm there. It's funny because they made the Sorority House Massacre movies... And they were different movies, but they actually would use flashback footage from Slumber Party Massacre and rewrite the movie with that. Oh my god, that's that's hilarious! It's funny as shit. That is good. Yeah, and like I watched this because I'm like, wait a minute, I've seen that. That's yeah, like, I've Massacre. seen this before. They'd have like a voiceover of like the guy explaining the story from Slumber Party. Massacre. I was a neighbor and I saw this guy came over and did all this. <laughs> like, 
You're like, what? They keep showing all the kill scenes from the other movies. Like, Roger Corman was the king of, like, cheapness. Yeah, yeah that's where uh, Cameron cut his teeth, right? Yeah. Roger Corman? That's hilarious. The guy that made the Fantastic Four movie that was never meant to be released. That's just hilarious. to keep the rights to it and stuff That's like funny. That. Great stuff. Yeah, but it's just a... a you know, a forgotten time. They, just, they don't make movies like that anymore. And Speaking of forgotten time, the bush in this film is just insane. Because now everybody's all cleanly shaped. And there's right? dong in this movie, too. Oh, well, yeah. Major dong. And one annoying, dong. one annoying bitch, too, on the bed. It's like, shut up. Yeah, the campus stud. Sounds Kendall. like I'm murdering you. Now, first, in let's here. get right to that. The main, Come main kind of one of the main characters, Kendall, who helps the police in their investigation. With he's his considered creepy ass mustache. Here, he's considered the the campus stud. Let's see. Here's a little little stuff about him. Hey, listen, man. Do me a favor and don't mention it took you over half an hour to find me. The cops will have a heyday. So I don't think you saw it up, Susan. But where the hell were you? You know, Alicia, that blonde in anthropology. You made her too? Wow, Kendall, how do you do it? I just whistle and they come running. So here I am with Kendall James, the campus come stud. Come on, goggles, I'm not that bad. <laughs> this guy is that nerdy the furthest thing from awesome. a stud, yeah. I love that he shows up with the Halloween mask. Yeah. Here's the shit out of him. <laughs> I got you. Oh. And then he's banging that chick in one of the most, the hottest scenes ever. Joe, Lo- This is Joe's favorite. Jesus, God. Production for Are you crazy? Oh, Oh, my God. Please stop talking. <laughs> Damn creepy music. It's awesome. can't control himself. He's no. such a stud. She gets upset when he puts his pants back on. I was upset that his what pants were on. Why are you getting dressed? Oh, honey, where are you going? What if you gag me, huh? I wouldn't make any noise there. Oh, my God. Clearly not the voice of the actress that's in the movie. Gang Shahing, but she was just nasty looking. Yes. Her teeth all hanging out. There's like, a couple good looking ah. women in this movie, but well, there's there some very bad ones. The the one um, in at the pool that was a pretty cool sequence. She gets choked out by the net and then oh you mean this sliced one? and you diced. Mean, you mean this one? That awesome music, the porn music, the stripping music. That was a weird pool. Windows right there. Everybody on campus can see you. Instead, you're just like ah, I'm yeah. gonna go skinny dip it. So the best thing about this is like the killer, like I said, is walking around in full trench coat, full the, the big hat. All oh that. god, yeah. And it's like I thought it was but, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> But he's carrying this fucking chainsaw, and like he'll be in like the elevator with the chick. I'm like, oh, it's you, sir. And yeah. you can look behind him. He's got a chainsaw. Yeah, he's got the back. yellow, and it's a, a bright yellow. And chainsaw. nobody notices this like, the chainsaw. No. It's like they tried to ape the Friday Thirteenth thing, where it's like, oh, it's you. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was kind of cool sequence in the elevator when she gets her arm sliced off. That yeah. probably really happened. There's some good gore. Sorry about that. Well, the gore when she um, hides in. Is it the bathroom stall? Yeah. She gets it in the side there. With the that fakest was... looking pre-cut bathroom stall where the chainsaw goes through it where there's clearly a hole right there. And there's... It, it almost is your shining moment. The scene right? where, yeah, the scene where the chicks, chicks uh, urinates herself. Yes. True. Happened. Happened. Why? It scared the shit out of her because they were using a real chainsaw. No shit. Well, like 
real chainsaw well a, couple, a couple inches from her head. So. See, now, I always heard, that, I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but I swear to God. They didn't kill anybody. The, the no, movies. the documentary of um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the, the original one. Yeah. The actor, the nerdy guy with the glasses, when he walked in the room and opened up the, um, shit, what was it, the, the fucking icebox or whatever, yeah. and he kind of jumps, startles, because the director said, someone's going to jump out at you in this room, right? But he, they never told him that Leatherface was going to show up. So when the kid turns around, Leatherface is there. He fucking has that true like look of fear I on his face. Because I mean that that's is, a fucking scariest scene. What scared me that about been that on my list? That, that should have been, but that, that was more of a jump scare at the beginning. Because what scared me the most of that film is it's broad daylight, and this dude just comes out of nowhere and slams that door, and Man, you're like, noise. oh, you're screwed. <laughs> you're, you're like screwed. It's like it doesn't matter. Don't have to wait for the sun to go down. He's coming after you. Speaking of which, I hear the new Leatherface movie is the biggest piece of shit on the planet. Oh, really? So, yeah. Is that the one that's on Netflix yeah. right now? Okay. I don't know if it's on Netflix. It was. It's like it's on on demand. Okay. Uh, yeah. Boo. So, but getting back to a real chainsaw movie. Yeah. Pieces. Man. I love. I love uh, the scene at the beginning where he kills the chick on the lawn. Oh, good God! That's hilarious. She's like, "How long are you gonna be, Mister?" Just a few minutes, Sam. And then that blood comes squirting out. That was there. an awesome blood guy. That was pretty good. That was a nice slow motion right yeah. there, you know? Now, I never have understood in this movie at the beginning where the chick's on the roller skates, yeah, breaks well, the yes, glass. Yes, I don't get that. Now, Did he plant some that? Peop- some, people was try- some people were trying to say that that happens and that basically starts all the killing. Why? Because like the glass breaking and they show like the beginning of the, the movie and stuff. And, like Just like that like sets off the killer or something like that. Okay. Which I don't... So, I don't, obviously, he must be near that. Well, it was on the campus. Okay. Dean's the killer. Okay, so, doesn't matter. Yes, the Dean's the killer in this movie. <laughs> Dean Dean, as he's called. I think his name is Dean Dean. Dean. Dean the Dean. Played by the great Edmund Perl. I don't feel so well. That's because I just poisoned your coffee. He's a creepy motherfucker. He is. He's been a lot... He, he actually was a, a kind of a name actor back in the 50s and 60s. But. He almost reminds me of the actor, which I forget his name, in Salem's Lot. Look at the monster. Yeah. Look at the monster. He could have played a Dracula, too. He had that yeah. look to him. He would have been good at that. But He, he was eerie. I'll give him that. Yeah. They, I mean... Salem's Lot. There's another scary fucking well, we've, we've talked about that. I, I also love that the Dean, like, trying... I love how they try... Lady gets her, like, fucking head cut off by a chainsaw, and, like, they're trying to cover it up. Trailer voice guy. Well, I'm sincerely glad to hear that, for all our sakes. Our version here amongst the alumni and staff will be that it was uh, an unfortunate accident. It's an unfortunate accident <laughs> if her head being chainsawed off. <laughs> Very unfortunate matter? accident. They were cutting the tree limbs. He's cutting the tree and slipping off with the head. <laughs> what an unfortunate accident. Also, I, like, I had to lift the beat. Sir, her parents. Right, right, right you are. I had to leave the beginning in there, too. It's like, he's the head of the anatomy apartment. Show them anything they'd like to see. I'm like, ah, is that a tongue-in-cheek right there? Yeah, I guess. The anatomy guy, show them whatever they want to see. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Edmund Purdom plays the dean and turns out to be the killer. The killer. Because yep. that makes sense because he's old. 
And, and, it, like and if you notice in the film earlier, they cut to the same shoes. That totally gives it away. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry. I ruined it. If you There's not that. a lot of options for the no. killer. Did you know no. it was him? I either thought it was the Dean or creepy porn stash. But then after he said that he was a homosexual, I threw that one out. Because I'm but like, also, why would he be going after women? He also seemed too young, though. A little he, bit. But he just always had that weird presence like, I know nothing about this. I don't, I'm the wrong guy to show people around. I'm like, uh, what's going on here? Yeah. But then him kind of throw him off like, I'm a very busy man. Show them around. Bye-bye. Got to go. Cheerio. I also love how they try to use him like at the swimming pool to determine if he was killed yeah. with a chainsaw. What do you think? Was he like, <laughs> like, what do you think? He's like, well, I'm no scientist here, but yes, this looks like a chainsaw. These are the dumb, dumbest cops, and that's saying something in a slasher movie. And they're like, don't. They're like, don't touch that, sir. That could be evidence. <laughs> no shit. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah, that, that was a little weird. I saw that he, like, chopped her up on the side of the pool. Yeah. Like, Boy, he, like, nice. knocks her out. It's, like, the most unconvincing knockout, like, ever. Chokes her out with a net. Yes. I'm like, what? Is that? Yeah, she's like, oh, what? Ah! Chainsaw. Who's your favorite character in this movie, Joe? It's tough to review this movie. It's But, like, you just have to talk about your favorite parts. My favorite character is one that barely has any lines, and that's fucking Willard. <laughs> Willard, Willard, when will you be? Willard is the gardener. He basically he played Bluto in the Popeye movie, the Robin Williams do movie. Shit. He basically walks around in a blue pantsuit yeah. with a big chainsaw, like caressing it the whole time. Right. He's yeah. the the biggest, literally biggest red herring in a horror movie ever. It's like yeah. he's the killer. He's got to be the killer. Of course he's not. Of course because, because you look at they show the killer. It's a, kind of a slender man. Yeah. But Willard is always around the scene. Of course. And he's like caressing his, you know, freaking chainsaw. Yes. I love when he shows up at the, he shows up at the pool when, after the murders happen and starts fighting the cops. Oh, that was fantastic. Like, it must be him. That's where... And that's nothing happens because he's still working on campus after that. Yeah. It's fantastic. That's where he gets... Well, they said they released him, I think. I guess, but still. And he's always wearing the same blue pants. He knocked the fuck out of the police officer. He did. He's kicking the shit out of him. <laughs> you think you'd go in a little bit longer. Yeah. That's where we got the blow your brains outline. He, yeah. He doesn't figure in any of the movie. He just kind of just... No, like, not at all. But he's able to be... The, he's also like the head guy on like doing the, the sound and music at the stadium. Yeah, too. that doesn't make any sense. He's, I have the key right here. So we need you to go as soon as you're done, possible to get out of here. But he's also doing the music there too. So I love that they're looking at this gigantic control board. Yes. And he's like... Oh, and he just flips the one switch. Yeah. On the far right, I'm like, that was a pointless sequence. Well, so the genius plot for the cops to like catch this guy is to send in this undercover cop who's also a tennis pro. That's right. Which I wasn't convincing at all. No. Hey, they had some intense tennis scenes back then. No, forth. they did not. <laughs> Every time that chick hit the ball, it looked like it sailed it to did. the parking lot. I'm like, what is going on here? I played tennis and that was not convincing, but I'm like, wow. It's like they had a lot. Clearly they was shot in like November. It's like they had some tennis footage they had to use. It's like we have these courts, we have to use them. You see everybody's breath? In November air for crazy yeah. things. I'm like, this is pissed. So they have Kendall, who the campus study uh, talked about. He's kind uh, of, the detective uh, takes a liking to him for no reason. Yeah, I don't get that. Kendall is completely unlikable. He's got, and a, he's got a crush shot. on, you know, Mary, who's of the. Of course. Tennis. And there actually wasn't, they wanted to have a, a sex scene between they the They did. Two. Okay. They didn't do it. So they cut she it turned out. it down. Okay. That must have been the scene where she's. They like, went to the house. And, okay. It's like, hey, hey, can what I come in What this movie needed was more sex. Yes. I'm, I'm sure her tits would have been the biggest huge revealing of the entire film. Could but be. No, creepy, that was that was towards the end. You bastard! 
sad. Hey, I've got that. We get to God, that. it's on my shut up. Yeah. Please. So Kendall's somehow like working with the cops, and they at one point bring him down to the station to like do cop work. Yeah, cop work. And I'm like, and eat Wendy's. Yeah. I'm like, that's fantastic. I never understood that because it's like they're just like he's he's a cop. It's like you'd be a great cop. I'm like, what? You're gonna go in through this, and any reference of anyone from the school, you write down. On a piece of paper. But getting back to that, one of the funniest things is how the ch- the, the chick that's supposed to meet Kendall at the pool to, to have sex, like oh, yeah. th- he throws the note in the trash to where of she's going to be, and the killer picks it out of the trash. That's I'm like, right. so did he show up at the library with the trench coat, hat, and the Much, chainsaw? Much up. Ready to go? Because he's got to have the chainsaw with him at all times. Unless that's hiding in a separate room. I saw yeah. the lady that leaves the um, gymnastics room, yes. whatever they're doing, like the, the prep dance. for the dance. She leaves that and takes the longest walk to a bathroom I've ever seen in a building. Down the stairs, to the right, down a long corridor, to another right, a left, a right, and then gets scared by a woman who jumps out of the bathroom. And then they go back in the bathroom. I'm like, are they scissor cutting now? I hope so. Fant- I wish they would have caught to those two just going at it. Have you ever had sex on a water bed? Smoking pot. That's the greatest. God, fucking weird. Oh my god. Hey everybody, watch this. That was a weird scene, man. And then she's sitting there with her boobs sticking out. Well, yes. Let's talk about some more WTF moments. Yeah. Like when Kendall comes out the door and that dude's wearing the mask and goes, "What the fuck was that?" I don't that? know, but I jumped. It got me. Even though they show that at the beginning of the film in the menu screen. Yeah. But I was like, "Oh, what the fuck?" And the biggest Maybe the biggest WTF moment in any movie we've had on this show. There is a scene where Mary is out looking for the killer. Right. And she's assaulted by Bruce Lee ripoff. I didn't. Out of nowhere. Now let's let's play a clip here. And I'm glad you told me about that scene, but I wish you wanted of. Because I would have been like, what just happened? Well, you still were, even though you knew it was coming. So it's, what's the story behind it? Uh, well, let's play okay. it first. She's attacked, she's in a fight scene with this Bruce Lee character. And he's trying to do a kung fu kicker, right? Yeah. Great music. And he just collapses. Yeah. And Kendall comes up, drives up a motorcycle. Yep. Now listen to this exchange here. racism can you get in 10 seconds so first of all it's his kung fu professor so in college they have a kung Kung fu Fu of course they do of course they do so this guy attacks her and collapses and blames it on some bad shop suing and that's it he's gone from the movie that's it i hope he owns a kung fu uh, joint called so long wouldn't that be great so long so basically, the producer of this film was also filming Bruce Lee ripoffs. Bruce Lee, L-E. There you go. After Bruce Lee died, there were a bunch of like nice. sure. ripoffs. So that's the tie in there. He, had, he was filming. I'm like, well, let's put him in the movie. I don't know if it's like a favor or just like, let's put him in. But yeah, nothing to do that's with the movie. Tie-in. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's a nice there cameo. There you go. It's fucking hilarious. Not knowing that, watching it, you're like, okay. You knew there had to be a story. But it's yeah. like, and, and the story is probably not all exciting. Oh. But I'm like, yeah, I'm makes all sense. fall walk. 
Uh, fell down on the ground. Watch out, Sui. Come on. Oh, so long. I love it. <laughs> that, was, that was a funny sequence. Another thing you can never do these days. No. Because people would be scratching their head like, I need a refund. All right. So, yeah. So, anyways, the killing continues. And there's another scene where uh, Kendall and Mary are there. And Kendall sees the dead body and comes out. And Mary's out there. And we have this. Maybe the best dialogue in the movie. Tough to say, but that's probably it. One more time. <laughs> and another. And, 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 and. Is that not incredible? We got to get that into like some of our reviews. Or I something. think from now on, like if there's like a shitty sequence in a film, we just throw that line up, right? It fits. It's great. Bad. Anytime we have a bad review, bastard. Yes. Bastard. Oh my god, overacting, man. That'll be a. We'll have our bastard. The, the mother this, of Scream Queens. This week it would right be Harvey there. Weinstein. You know, he'll be our bastard. Yeah, there you go. Bastard. Yeah, what a, what a dirty son of a bitch, huh? Oh. Man, that guy. Like, I, it's touching like, the ladies. I don't even like. It's like I want to make jokes, but I'm not going to because it's just awful. That shit's just terrible. Oh, it is. My God Almighty. It just, and it gets worse and worse. Yeah. Every story you hear. Everybody's coming It's like, oh, he was way too flirty, and then it just gets worse and worse. Yeah. You not only tried to massage me, but masturbated in front of me. How do you? How does one do that and think you're going to be okay? Especially like, hey, I'd like. Would you like to come up and watch me shower? It's like you're a fat, ugly. It doesn't dude. make sense. That goes to show a little bit of money. You know, more than a little bit. Of That's money. just it's insane. And power. So, anyways, yeah, we should, let's not get yeah. into it. It's awful. It's terrible. Dirty son of a bitch. Yeah, terrible stuff. He is the bastard. Yeah, a lot of good movies. Unfortunately, they're probably going to wipe him out of yeah. his name off. Of yeah, him. that's not good. That is not good. Yes. But getting back to down and dirty with pieces. Yeah. <laughs> pieces. Wow. I mean, this is a movie I can just watch over and over again because every time I find something stupider than the last there you time go. I watched it. There you go. Yeah. It, it, it totally delivers. It's, wow. It's, a, it's an interesting view. I mean, if you are, you know, researching your slasher films, you know, you're new to the genre, definitely check it out. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's not a good intro because it's, it's no, not a no, good movie. No, 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 not at all. It's, it's a hodgepodge, you know, but it's, it's... You know, watch your Halloweens, your Friday the 13th, your sleepaway camps, then check out Pieces, right? Yeah, I put Pieces up there with sleepaway camp. Yeah. Really would, because, I mean, neither of them are particularly... Mike, sorry, particularly great movies. Sleepaway camp is all about the ending. But are both living off each other pretty much to try and trump each other for the surprise ending, in a way? Perhaps. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean, these were not that far off in time. So I gotcha. I can't imagine the people who made Sleepaway Camp had knew anything about this this movie they're filming in a different country. True. So you never know, but yeah, it doesn't. Well, doesn't maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, back in the, like the early 80s, there was like a slasher every week in the theater. Yeah. You're right. Like, I was born at the wrong time because I needed to be 10 years older. I don't want to be 10 years older than now, but, no, but holy shit, I would have seen every fucking one of these My movies. Bloody Valentine, remember that great classic? I had to see on HBO. I remember we saw some movie, I think it was My Science Project or whatever, and yeah. that trailer was out. So we saw that in the actual theater. Well, that one, my Science Project was way after My Bloody Valentine. Was it? Oh, I'm sorry, maybe wrong movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it, it, we saw something 
early 80s and actually saw the trailer for Yeah, My Bloody, my Bloody Valentine, Valentine would be one of my top slappers. That was, that was a great trailer. Nothing like seeing a woman in white lacy underwear and bra yeah. in a tunnel. Oh, what are you doing? Oh. Biggest problem with that one, that is the most, like one of the most censored of the you know, horror movies. Oh, that one was? Yeah. Okay. They cut everything out of it. Ah. The Blu-ray has uh, the mostly unedited stuff. Okay. There's some pretty awesome stuff in there. So that's a great one. That, that one holds up that's quite cool. well. So, what year was that again? Was that early 80 or 81? One of the two. Okay. So I, get gotcha. him, I get him goofed up. So. Well, I wonder what the hell movie we saw. Well, Friday the 13th was 80, so I'm guessing it was 81. Okay. The golden years for Slash. That's funny. Friday the 13th, I was introduced on VHS or whatever. Maybe it was beta, even. But I remember going to the video store and seeing the big poster of that. It was like, creep me out. Seeing all the little campers yep. in the woods, but... Yeah, that's good stuff. And you watched it on HBO, right? That was your introduction to yeah, Friday the 13th? Yeah, talked about it. Scared yep. the shit out of me. My parents were going, I was in the basement. Don't watch anything bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Because we had that big basement with a TV at the end that I kept watching the movie and I kept looking behind me the entire time I watched it. <laughs> and then the movie ended and you're like, how am I going to get upstairs? Yeah. That's the worst being a kid and you're scared of shit. You run upstairs, you bedroom, then you hide underneath the sheets for a half hour until you start sweating to death. Yes. But you don't want to lift the sheets off because you think something's overlooking you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I believe I slept with a knife under my bed. Nice. Not maybe not at that age, but at a little bit older. All right. It's like I was. My parents found out. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you never know when someone's gonna come through you with a spear do. underneath your bed. Well, the knife didn't help you too much then. But... <laughs> well, oh luckily you didn't wake up and it was stuck in your throat or something. That'd Very been, true. That'd been terrible. <laughs> Got a little bit of cough this morning. Grumpy, oh! grumpy Harrison. God damn it! A knife in my throat. Why are you sleeping with a knife under your pillow? Son, it's dangerous. Give me back my knife. Oh my god. God damn it, she has to have green eyes. Yes. Shit, he could have a role in Big Trouble Little China now. He he could. You know? Just uh, the green eyes. Let's, let's, uh, should we give a a review? Let's let's talk a little background first. Sure, yeah. Um, I forgot to print out all this information. This was in the theaters. It it was for a couple weeks. But it opened. With uh, number thirteen, and it made seven hundred fifty-three thousand the first weekend. Okay, which it's I think that was more than the budget. It wasn't, Interesting. It wasn't much. Um, it was number thirteen. Number twelve that week was War Games. Okay, wow. So number nine that week was Return of the Jedi. Nice. Return of the Jedi obviously been out uh, sixteen weeks. So, <laughs> was it already um, past the two hundred mark at this point? Uh, two thirty-eight. Okay, wow. Number okay. one film of that week. You'll probably never get it. In um, that week? It's comedy. Is it um, 9 to 5? Nope, it's a good guess. Okay. Tootsie? Nope, not no. a good guess. You want a hint? Caddyshack? Michael Keaton. Oh, um, Mr. Mom. There you go. All right, there you go. Risky Business, number two. Nice. Vacation, number three. Eddie and the Cruisers, number four. And number five, close to my art, Canon Films, Revenge of the Fucking Ninja. Fucking love that movie. Revenge of the Ninja. Oh, fucking awesome. That's awesome. Yep. Easy Money with Roddy Dangerfield in the top ten. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Indeed. Those were the days, man. Tony, going to the theater back then must have been... Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we went to the theater as kids with our parents, but to be a teenager then, you know what I mean? Absolutely. That would have been Two million dollars this movie made. That's pretty good. How much? Two million. All right. The country of the movie. Italy, Spain, Puerto Rico. There you go. Came out, yeah, came out on August 23rd of 82 in Spain. We didn't get it until September 23rd of the next year. Oh. Good things come to those who wait, Joe. 
I've waited my entire life to watch this. It was worth the wait. According to an interview with the uh, the director, none of the female stars in the film knew how to play tennis. No shit. No shit. Even though they were supposed to be portraying professional players. Yeah, no. They, sorry. Fail. Epic fail. Because that was horrendous. Yes. What else we got here? Other interesting things. It was so bad they had to use the same shot every time I hit the ball. Yes. Sound effects are great, though. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's good. Let's see what else we got here. That's a very good. Yeah, it was shot in Madrid. What is that? So there were some USA locations used in, in kind of like, but they were actually from a movie called Supersonic Man, which was directed by the the director of this film. We just okay. used some Supersonic Man. Never no, heard of it. I, I like to watch that. Not. Super Filming commenced in the winter of 1991. The pool scene had the actress literally swim in freezing cold water. Right. Nice. froze to death. They Hence were not why her nipples were so huge. Yeah, they were not to, no, very nice back in these days. They, no. The women had to do like... You talk about Harvey Weinstein, it's like the, the women were like... Jump in that cold water. Yeah, that's not cool. There was a lot of stuff about Friday the 13th Part 4, because I don't remember that movie. There was a scene where a chick died. It was like a raft, and Jason cuts her through... Up oh, yeah, water. I do remember that. That was apparently a freezing... Freezing scene. Freezing cold And like water. the direct, the, the girl was like turning blue. Really? And the director said, you have to stay in there because I had to get this done. And the guy who played Jason yeah. like said, I'm fucking walking off this movie if you don't get her out of No there. shit. Yeah, because it's like it was... Good for him. That was kind of one of those things they did. As much as I love these slasher movies, there's a dark underbelly to these. that They're basically, they're cheap, fast productions. Right. That, yes, they exploit women. They have a lot of nudity. Well, yeah, right. Big stuff, time. But, yeah. Big time. So the, that I don't like, you know, so... Yeah, I remember that sequence. Wow, that's shitty, man. Yep. What else we got here? Yeah, it was a. This movie was based on a thirty-page treatment, which uh, wow, I can't believe this had, had a thirty-page script. And that was just the first five minutes of the film. <laughs> yes. Because I swear, for a lot of the rest of the film, it's probably improv city. What'd you say? Yeah. The director is seen. He's a photographer after the woman gets killed in the swimming pool. Yeah, I love that the guy keeps poison in his kitchen at the end of the movie. Oh, absolutely. Isn't that a great place? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm almost there. <laughs> Let me just put a couple more drops of poison. It's amazing. The body count in this movie is only seven. It seems like a lot more. So you have the girl through the glass at the beginning. Lady gets her head cut off while reading a book, right? Yeah. Um, the pool. Yeah. Um, the shower sequence. I'm not shower, but... There's the Wait, what what no, when she goes into the stall, right? And gets it with the chainsaw, the elevator, yeah. that's five. And then there's the dean. The dean, that's right. I don't know if we're counting are we counting Kendall as one? Does he, does Kendall die or does he just get his He gets castrated? Now was that actually like a piece of meat that fell out? They said that that was the dude's crotch when they did that okay. and he actually got a slight cut to his groin or whatever they used. A slight cut. Okay. Gotcha. No, legit. I mean, legit. Oh, legit got a yeah. cut. Yeah, he got cut. Real guy got cut. Oh. These, Seriously? These movies, they did not have like... Well, how? What kind of prop did they... Wasn't it just somebody's hands? I don't know, but they, I don't know. It said that's what, what I read. That's not cool, man. Ouch. I mean, whether or not that's true or not, I don't know. Ah, but, but you don't doubt any of it. It's my balls. So yeah, we're, we're spoiling the end of the movie. But Sorry. The, the ending is incredible. It's like... 
Set the, it up. The, they, they just killed the dean. Mary goes to see the dean, and this is where we discover the dean is the person that's right. behind this. He's drugged Mary, and he's going to kill her or whatnot, but Kendall and the cops figure it out before, and they go there to save her. And they find her comatose, and that leads to a struggle with the dean, yep. who has some fucking crazy-ass looks when he's trying to choke Kendall. Yes. He gets shot in the head. Pretty nice shot to the head, which mm-hmm. I like. So he's dead, and all's good. You know, it's all good. Except then they discover in the closet. No, it was a bookshelf, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a bookshelf. The the dead the dead <laughs> woman. How does it happen? The white haired detective accidentally leans on it, right, and it like flips, and the yes. fucking body comes flying out. I'm like, oh my god, really? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Dummy. And it doesn't fall on Kendall. Yes. Right. Oh, and yes. then you think, okay, cool. So that's not the shock ending. That's Surprise that would be a surprise ending. You got me. I'm like, really? That's it? They're ready to leave? And he's like, I forgot my jacket. Goes to get his jacket, and the hand of the dead woman reaches up, and with Freddy Krueger-like claws, rips off his balls. <laughs> or slices his Johnson. I don't know what it does. <laughs> she tried it just ends with the anguished look of package. Kendall, the campus stud. Uh, and that is a fucking way to end a movie. Yes. Mr. Well-Hung Kendall is ballless now. That, I mean, and that's a good way to end it because you think... And it freeze frames on Kendall's reaction, right? Yes. <laughs> which is, yeah, which is every male member of the audience. Yeah, Iris L, cue in the, some of the worst fucking end music ever, but... <laughs> yep. I'm like, after that happened, I'm like, what did I just watch? You can tell this is a short-ass movie that they needed more time, so it's the, the slowest credit scroll. scroll. God, the credit scroll, like, Yeah, it's like... Ding, ding, ding. I'm like, oh my god, and it still says cast. You know? I'm like, wow. Any day now. We gotta fill some time. Yeah. But yeah, this movie is fucking insane. You have to see it once. Yeah, definitely. It's it's like Sleepaway Camp. You have to check it out. Yeah. If you're an 80s horror movie film fan, you have to see this. And again, these films, I think, if you were younger, it would have, you know, freaked you out a little bit more. Right? But seeing it now is just funny just to laugh at this yeah. piss what that this, they put together the coolest, back in the day. One of the coolest features that this Blu-ray has is that it has a, an alternate track. It has commentary tracks, all oh, the God. good stuff. It is a track from a screening of this movie, a midnight screening. Oh, no, that shit. They did like a couple of years ago. Oh, fuck. I wish I would so listen to that. So you can just listen to the people's reactions to the movie. Are they is, laughing? Oh, it's, it's oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's great. It's quite enjoyable. Get a couple screams or no? Probably not. Well, Probably maybe. not. Ah! <laughs> Screams of laughter. <laughs> Screams of enjoyment. So, yeah, Joe, oh, I, know, I, I know this movie's tough to review, like, you know, give it a star rating, but uh, what would you give this movie? I, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm going with a one. Okay, fair I'm enough. I'm going with a one. But I think this is, you know, a positive one for you because you can't give it a... Yeah, you know, no, I mean, it is what it is. Does it have one of the, the best shock endings? No. No. Is it over the top ending? Sure. Um, Sleepaway Camp... Still, I think that's your number one shock ending, yeah. right? Of all time, probably. Um, you just want. But again, if you saw that as as a kid, versus now, yeah, you know, but inventive. Thank you, Steven. That's Thank a one you, star. Steven. That's a one star for Drew. Pretty, pretty. This pretty. movie's groovy all the way. Groovy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 
There's, you could talk about this movie for hours because it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And one more time. So yeah, I mean, I, I movie isn't really easy to find. You can buy it, you know, the, the fantastic Blu-ray just came out by Grindhouse releasing, which they they do some fantastic movies. Yeah, the packaging on that was great. Yeah, that's I really uh, like the way they set that Grindhouse up. is actually um, founded by Sage Stallone. Really, Stallone's kid? No kidding. Yeah, passed away, but yeah, know. yep. Yeah, it's a shitty story, man. Yeah, he's he was a huge fan of these type of movies. No kidding. Yeah. That's cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the cover art on there is pretty cool. That's the one that I put on our Facebook page. Originally, I found like must have been like the Italian version poster. Oh, the the that was a little with the, with the, the top. But this one's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, I like the what's the one? The creepy one with the with the with the, with the little bag yeah that one right there. Yeah, but I threw that on our Facebook page as well. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. Oh, that I, I forgot to talk about that sequence. It's funny that the one girl gets killed in the waterbed. Yes. Yeah, I mean that was that was a little. I didn't know there. when I first saw that. I didn't know what the fuck that was. On top of the waterbed, and obviously when he's stabbing, he's poking through the waterbed, so it's a mixture of water and her blood. blood. Yeah. But the best part is when she turns around and he takes the knife through her head. The knife totally bends it's... to the left, and then you see it come through her mouth. Ah! But it's still for that time. That's pretty inventive. A pretty cool effect. Yeah, that's why I couldn't believe you didn't think the movie was gory. But yeah, okay. But no, I th- I think that that probably is the most graphic scene in the film. What did she say? Yeah. The waterbed slicing and dicing. I mean, Joe, look at this Blu-ray. DTS. Because <laughs> you need this in DTS. I didn't even listen to it in surround sound. I just listened right through the TV speakers. But no, it was... You could have been surrounded by a bastard. <laughs> it was worth the wait. You won't I'm forget kidding. this movie. No, no. I'm just saying. It's just... Yeah. You're a part of it now. You know? Yeah. You know? So definitely, if you're into the slasher genre... Yeah, definitely. You got to see this one. You have to. You yeah. may you may want to see it a lot like I have. You may never want to see it again, but you'll happy you saw it. There you go. I'll see. Like that. I'm going to be happy when I finally see Hard to Die. I, I can't wait we, to I experience gotta, this. We should. Yeah, we should review that fucking movie. <laughs> Hard to nobody, die. nobody in our. I, I, I and it came out in the '90s, early yeah. '90s. That's. I gotta see if that's like on like Hard YouTube. to Die. I think it used to be. So it's a Die Hard ripoff, but it's well, slasher. Not really. Yeah, okay. Just because you're trapped in an office. Well, okay. Yeah. Hard to Die is on HD on YouTube. Yes. All right. There we go. I know what I'll be doing the rest of the Hope, weekend. Hopefully, Watching it's not in installments. Spanish or something. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not one of those that runs like slower. I'm just trying to see if it's Spanish. Donde es? It's worth a try. Yes, no, it hey. is. It's English. Yes. Oh, fuck it. I know what Joe's doing. Hard to Die. <laughs> I gotta see if I can find that poster for you. You'd love it. I, love, I just love the premise of it. It's great. Topless women trapped in a building with a serial killer. Is it a serial killer? Of some sorts? Or not? You're gonna have to watch the damn right. movie. No, my brother. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Are you sold? I am. Fantastic. It's Joe nice. Bob Briggs gives it four stars. Oh, Jesus. If Joe Bob Briggs likes it, it's got to be good. Yeah, so. everybody must like it. Oh, my God. Okay, well, let's talk about what's next. We got, we're coming right back. We're going to be back in just a couple days. That's right. And um, Steve Davis is going to join us again. Yes, for our special Halloween episode. Of which feature? Do we want to play the trailer first? Sure. Or? i got to get a trailer for this. I don't think I've ever... 
seen a trailer for this. It's a Linda Hamilton wannabe. <laughs> no! No, not like this. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Pumpkinhead. Directed by Stan Winston. Did you believe this is a movie I didn't see until like for the first time like 10 years ago? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you would have seen this in the theater. No, I, the name, I was like, what a fucking stupid title. Pumpkinhead. It, it's crazy that the name turned me off from this movie. That's I'm hilarious. Like, That's a fucking stupid title. It's a cool character. I mean, the, the story is interesting, but it's nothing original. Well, you'll have to have to turn into the show to find out yeah. what we think about it. So, Yeah. I, there's nothing else we can say about pieces except check that shit out, man. That's right. That's this is the first time Joe will give a one star review and still tell you to watch the movie. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's close it out here while Joe starts taking his clothes off. <laughs> Terrible. Gonna go take a swim now. <laughs> <laughs> Willard. Willard, when will you be done, Willard? <laughs> you know, oh, one, two or three weeks. It won't cost you any more. You know, it'll be good for business to move on somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> that's direct from the movie. Oh, that's and it's, great. And it's glorious. Oh, no. Kendall? Kendall? Put your pants back on. Kendall. All right, we'll see you for Halloween in just a couple days. All right. Later. Peace.